All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> Didn't want to have to come on here. Didn't want to have to come on here at, uh, what is it, 740 Eastern time. We have a game tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, last of a West Coast trip. And we will be live for that. And I was just watching the all-star introductions for the reserves. Of course, they had to do it at that time, right? Couldn't have one thing nice. Couldn't have anything nice, right? Couldn't just let us enjoy the fact that Tyrese Maxey just made his first all-star game. Nope, we have breaking news. Breaking news from Shams Charania. Philadelphia 76ers superstar Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus in his left knee per team officials. Damn, man. Damn. I have a lot of thoughts. I literally just put this stream together because I didn't want to make a video and have to go through the whole process of uploading. So I'm just here. Welcome in. Philly take with RB. I didn't even say it. Philly take with RB. Welcome into the show, ladies and gentlemen. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? This is like a, a gut punch. That's the best way I can describe it, man. I'm just sick for Embiid. I just feel terrible for Joel, man. No matter what this guy does, no matter how great he plays, no matter the level he raises his game to, he always gets freaking hurt. So first off, I want to just say to Joel Embiid, man, damn, sorry, man, I, it sucks. It sucks, man. I really do feel for Joel. Everything that he's had to go through, everything that he has endured with the Sixers organization, the ups and the downs, the good times, a little bit of them, the bad, everything he's going through, and he just continues, no matter how much work he puts into this, man, gets injured. Sixers are cursed, man, and all day, they left us waiting. They left us waiting. They did that on purpose. They absolutely did that on purpose, man. They did not announce this until the All-Star Reserves were getting announced. And I knew yesterday when they said that he had to fly back home, it felt like he was getting a second opinion. It felt like there was going to be a colossal announcement here. I just, I knew it wasn't going to be simple, man. By the way that they waited and didn't say a damn thing. Crazy, man. Crazy. So Joel Embiid has suffered a torn meniscus in his left knee. Another update from Woj, and they continue to pour in. Woj says, Sixers star Joel Embiid has an injured lateral meniscus in his left knee and will be out through the weekend while a treatment plan is finalized. So, not only is he out, they don't give us a timetable. They don't give us a timetable. That doesn't feel good to me. That doesn't feel good at all. The hope is that Joel Embiid will return before the playoffs. I mean, hopefully he'll be able to. He has had this injury before where he did actually play through it in a playoff series. He has had a, a torn meniscus and played through it in a playoff series. But even when he played through it, 
the recommendation was to get surgery. He just literally put his damn health on the line because the Sixers had an opportunity, you know, to go far. And they still choked that series away. Now, I have a couple things I want to say, honestly. A couple things I got to get off my chest. Guys, if you were in here, drop a like on this stream. Got a ton of people in here. Just went live, improvised, because I just didn't even, I didn't feel like going through the whole process, man. I'm so sick to my stomach for Joel Embiid. First thing I want to say, once again, and this is the final time I'll say this to the people out there, the the Joel Embiid ducked whoever, right? And there's a lot of people that fall in this category. How do you feel? How do you feel about this? Joel's ducking, right? A guy who's obviously been injured for a couple weeks and he tries to go out there and play through pain. This is a separate injury, apparently. He goes out there and gets an even worse injury. An even worse injury, okay? So once again, if, if you're somebody that is, you know, online and you're, you're talking about Embiid and he's a whatever and, you know, he's a troll and, you know, he ducks whoever and he's not that type of dude. Like, it's just ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. You owe Joel Embiid an apology. An apology. Second thing I want to say, as I reiterated in the video yesterday, somebody needs to be fired for this. Somebody on the Sixers medical staff needs to be reprimanded for this occurring. Because I sat up on the last live stream. It is still up. You can go watch all three hours of the damn live stream. You could go watch all three hours of the damn live stream. I told you in the first quarter, get this dude out of the game. Get this dude out of the game. Why was he in the game? Why was he put in this situation? He couldn't even stand up. He went up for a block early in the game and his left knee gave out. They showed a picture of him wearing the brace, the wrap, and like you could see his knee is swollen. So why did anybody in their right mind let him stay in this game? I'm mad at everybody. I am mad at everybody. The the medical staff, I'm mad at Nick Nurse for putting him back in this game. When the Sixers were climbing back in, there was no reason for him to be back in this game late in the game. Then he's on the floor. I'm at it, Joel Embiid, too. You should have you pulled yourself out of the game. You should have pulled yourself out of the game as well. I'm mad at everybody. It made no sense to try to play this guy more games and more minutes this year. Made absolutely no sense. Now he has another tor- torn knee. I mean, there's just nothing you could say to make me feel better. And now the biggest conversation has to be, what do the Sixers do at the trade deadline? I think it depends on how long Joel Embiid is out. I know what some people are going to try to say, oh, this is a blessing in disguise because he can rest before the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, a torn knee is a torn knee. Like, that's not easy to come back from. This is not good, man. This is not good. It feels like every single year the the conversation is 
Well, only if Joel Embiid was healthy. Only if Joel was healthy, right? It's pitiful. Everybody deserves blame. There he is walking off. There he is walking off. Gets dove on by Jonathan Kaminga. And just like that, he's going to be out for who knows how long. They're putting together a treatment plan. A treatment plan. Adrian Wojnarowski says, there's still uncertainty about how the Sixers medical staff, several specialists, and Embiid will move forward to treat the injured meniscus. It'll take more time over the next several days to chart a course. Guys, this is not good. What do you do with the trade deadline? Do you try to make a move to fix this team? Does Daryl Morey look at his cap space plan and say, oh, oh, well, oh, well. Does he just move forward and not do anything? Is it worth it? What do you do? Do you get a replacement? Because here's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize. Joel Embiid's out. If he's out for a month or two, how are the Sixers going to stay afloat? This team is not good enough to stay in the upper half of the conference without Joel Embiid. See, this is why he's literally, by definition, the most valuable player. You see what this team looks like without him on the floor. The Sixers are not going to be the one seed, the two seed, the three seed, the four seed without Joel Embiid. They're already slipping. They're already slipping. You have other guys that are injured. All these guys are out. They're struggling with health right now. They're struggling with play. Now your anchor's going to be out for who knows how long. It's going to be hard for this team to stay afloat. This is not good news, man. What, are they going to get the eight seed? We're going to see a play-in game? This is frustrating, man. This is frustrating. You guys are just tapping in. We got over 200 people in here. Drop a like on the stream. And uh, give me your thoughts in the chat. Give me your thoughts, man. We're here couple hours before a West Coast game, and I know everybody's got to be frustrated, man. I know everybody's got to be frustrated. The only bright spot of tonight, I guess, if you can find any way to be happy right now, Tyrese Maxey has officially been named to his first All-Star game as a reserve. They didn't think he was going to make it. I thought they were going to pour it on. However. He was selected. A couple surprises in there, but Maxi makes it. So he will be in Vegas for the All-Star game. Obviously, Joel Embiid will not play in that game. Now you have to hope uh, Maxi can get healthy as well. Maybe he won't even play that game because he's dealing with a sprained ankle right now. There's a lot of people to blame for this man. At the end of the day, Whoever you blame or whatever you look at, the fact of the matter is it freaking sucks, man. The Sixers are cursed. This team is cursed, guys. I don't know what to say. I try to find the wherewithal every damn year to come up here and be happy and, and be like, all right, this team has a shot. And one month ago, I'm looking at this Sixers team. I'm like, wow, this is a good squad. They finally put complimentary pieces around Joel Embiid. But what do you know? One after the other, Melton goes down. Covington goes down. Maxi goes down. Morris, 
Beverly, Springer, everybody. And now it all leads back to Joel Embiid. All you have to do is hope that he's available in the playoffs. You have to hope he's available in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. Even then, will he have his conditioning? Will he have everything under him? You know, like, what, what's he going to look like? The hope is that he can recover from this quickly, but if I look up torn meniscus recovery time, there's a whole bunch of different experiences because everybody's different. And like I said, there, I'm going to pull up an article here from when he, uh, he had a torn meniscus against Atlanta in the playoffs, and he also had a slight tear, I think, last year. He's just had so many damn injuries, man. It's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Guys, drop some likes on the stream, man. I see everybody in here. Thank you guys for being here on the spot. This was improvised. I literally just went live because I, I need to, to uh, vent, man. I'm frustrated. We had the trade deadline stream yesterday. We're talking about all these different things, but my question to the people out there is, what do they do now? What do they do? What should their plan be? Should they even try at the trade deadline to get another big piece? Or do they just punt? It says a torn meniscus without surgery recovery takes six to eight weeks. That's average. Obviously, and B tried to rush it last time. Let's see if if he has to get surgery. What the uh, what the time is? Let's see. Depends on the type of surgery. So I mean, again, it's it's like all across the spectrum. Says it could be six weeks if your knee is not swollen or painful, or could end up being three to six months. Then here it says meniscus repair is typically six to nine months, depending on the patient. So it all depends on how how deep the tear is, what his, I guess, motion will be like. Just like last time, right? There was literally no plan in the playoffs against Atlanta. Luckily, he was able to get on there. And the fact that he even went out there and they said, like, you can damage your knee a whole lot more. And he said, nah, I'm going to go out there and play for my boys. You know, speaks a lot about Joel Embiid, but the the fact of the matter is, no matter what, even in a season like this where he's having one of the best seasons I've ever seen, he continues to get injured. And this is why I said the other day, when all these weirdos out there are saying, "Oh, well, he's ducking this and that," like, doesn't matter, bro. Got to get to the playoffs, and that's it. That's it. Guys, get this to 100 likes, man. Appreciate you all being in here. Thinking about taking some phone calls to to get some reactions. I don't know if I want to, though. I'm just, I'm down right now, man. It's, I'm just frustrated, bro. How are you guys feeling right now? Is anybody happy at all? Is anybody happy at all? Like, is there any positivity out of this, man? I'm frustrated, bro. $5 super chat from Kenny Smith. 
He says, I just can't imagine the psychological toll of injuries when you're a professional sports player, especially of Embiid's caliber. Dude, think about Joel Embiid, man. Think about Joel Embiid, everything he's been through, anything he tries, man, anything he tries, it just all ends up in the same damn result, man. Can we have something nice for once? For once. We get a good squad. We have a good coach. And it's not even the damn all-star break. I made a video one month ago saying I was worried about Joel Embiid's health. Said, RB, calm down. Calm down. You're crazy. Why are you talking about Embiid? Because I'm pissed. I'm pissed, man. Everybody deserves blame. He should have never been in that game. He should have never been in that game. I don't want to talk about trading Joel Embiid right now, especially because I'm down in the dumps with this news. But I'm just saying, right? Let's just think of this hypothetically. Even if you wanted to trade Joel Embiid after this season, and you said, okay, it's time to move on. He's not going to stay healthy. What would his value be if he continues to get injured? If anything, last year would have been the best time to move on after he won an MVP. Obviously, he's not winning the MVP now because of the game requirements. But, you know, we hope he can come back, and I believe he will. But just hypothetically, if they had any thoughts about moving on from Embiid, like the value is going to plummet at some point. I just feel bad for Joel, man. I really do. I really do. It never made sense coming into this season to say, we're going to play Joel more games. Never made sense, and we knew it. We knew it. I'm going to put on the uh, the call-in number. I'll, we'll be live for like a little bit longer because we do have a stream. Hopefully, hopefully you guys join me in the in the dumpster tonight at 10 p.m. We got to stay up to 1 a.m. watching a game, knowing Joel Embiid's going to be out for some time. Kendrick Perkins said today he would sit Joel the rest of the season no matter what. This sucks, man. This sucks. Lego says, I'm feeling okay. Even if he comes back in the playoffs and we are the eighth seed, we have a chance. If he's going to get hurt, I'd rather it happen now than in the playoffs. See, I have a couple of things in response to that, though. A couple of things to respond to that. Number one, if you go out and make a trade at the deadline, you need time to develop that chemistry with the new core, right? Say you get Zach Levine, for example, or DeMar DeRozan or whoever. You need time to make it work. That's what the regular season is about, finding that identity. And in addition to that, I don't feel good if the Sixers are the eight seed. Who do they have to play in the first round? Boston? Then at that point, you know, you got a lot of injury risk when it comes to Joel Embiid and some of these other guys that just haven't been healthy all year. It's frustrating, man. He couldn't even jump. His knee was swollen the other day. This doesn't sound good, man.
He's probably going to have to come back earlier than expected. He's not going to get surgery or else he'll be out for probably the rest of the season or close to it. We have no information on how severe the tear is other than they're going to come up with a treatment plan this offseason or excuse me, this weekend. Why am I, why am I saying offseason? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just, I'm so frustrated, man. A treatment plan will be finalized. How long does it take them to come up with this crap? It took them a day and a half to do an MRI. What I think happened is they did an MRI yesterday, then they came back and said, we're going to go for a second opinion because we don't want it to be this bad. And then they came back and they said, nope, you got a torn meniscus. And now they're going to take a whole three days to come up with a treatment plan. Damn, bro. Should have never been in the game the other day. Should have never been in the game. You guys want to call into the show? 508-924-3784. Number is on the screen. 508-924-3784. Trying to find the play where, uh, where Embiid literally fell. Hold on, I'm trying to find a play where he fell so we can all look at it one more time together. Guys, hit the like button if you're in here, man. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me see if I can find this play. Here it is. Here it is. This play right here. Look at this. This was in the first quarter, bro. First quarter. First quarter. Why was he in this game? Why was he in this game? Unbelievable that he was in this game, man. $10 super chat from play by play with JJ. Thank you, man. It stings, man. I'm thinking about the Levine and Drummond trade to keep the team afloat, but obviously this hurts. I'm trying to be optimistic. It sucks. Love the content you do. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> thing about Levine is that I don't think Daryl Morey wants to go against his cap space plan. That's been the, the movement all along. And by taking in Levine, you're taking in three to four more years of a lot of money. Maybe it's what you have to do now in desperation mode. But the fact of the matter is that's a, that's a tough you know, decision. And what are you going to give up? Are you going to give up all your picks to get these guys? Sure, Drummond might, might be great. Drummond be a great replacement, but I, I just I don't have confidence in the Sixers staying afloat like some of you out there do. I don't have confidence in, in you guys staying in, in the Sixers staying afloat like some of you guys do. They're three and nine without Embiid. They look terrible without him. Crazy, man. Crazy. All right, we'll go to a couple callers. Call into the show, 508-924-3784. Give me your thoughts on everything. Get it off your chest. Let me know how you're feeling. Very unfortunate news that Joel Embiid has suffered yet another tear in his knee. We'll go to an article as well. But I just want to get some reactions, see if uh, people are feeling the same way I am because I feel like the, the wind just got knocked out of me. Let's go to the phones, man. Uh, 
Let's go to the 414. Yo, what's going on? What's your name? Where are you calling him from? Hey, what's up, man? My name is Joe. Uh, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Joe from Milwaukee. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm I'm actually a Milwaukee Bucks fan, but like I really love your show because like you're a really good commentator. Thanks, Joe. Um, I was calling because the thing about the Joel Embiid narrative that's been going on the last couple of days is that I I just think it's so unfair because like they're trying to make him the poster child of this load management when in reality it's been guys like Ben Simmons and LeBron that has really exploited and taken a, taken advantage of the system. And uh, Joel, you know, he's had, like, years of injury. Like, his first two years, he missed the entire season. And they're not, like, taking that into, like, account. You know, it's like there's no context with this. He's been injured every year. And, and here's the thing, Joe. Here's what I'll tell you, man. The NBA is, I guess, in a way, forcing guys to play more for, you know, money stipulations for all NBA, the awards, which get you more money, et cetera, because – Realistically, they're just tired of guys missing 40 games a year, showing up for the playoffs and making $40 million per year, which I do understand, right? But it's an entertainment business. It's the day and age we're in. Guys are making more money. But if you want a good product and a healthy product come playoff time, look at the last couple of years. A lot of stars have gotten hurt either before or in the playoffs. So it, in a way, it's almost watered down. And as it relates to Embiid, he just gets injured every single year. And that's why I've been saying, like, it's time to load manage him. You know? It's time to load manage him because this keeps happening. And it is frustrating. Yeah, if there's any guy that deserves to, like, load manage, it's definitely MB. Because, like, every year he gets injured. Like, he needs, he needs to be able to, like, I mean, he's dominating, too. It's not like he's, like, Ben Simmons just sitting out for no reason. Or LeBron just load managing because he's so old, you know, and he needs the energy. Yeah. It's like Embiid's like, he legitimately needs to load manage and he shouldn't be punished because other guys are taking advantage of the system, like without really being injured. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's sad, man. It's sad, but, uh, I'm going to get some other callers on here. Just get some reactions. I appreciate you, uh, chiming in from Milwaukee, man. All right. Take care. Thank you, man. Go a couple more rapid fire. Hopefully we get an actual Sixer fan. Shout out to Joe, though, man. Being uh, being respectful there. I, I appreciate that. Let's go to the next one. We got uh, 856. 856, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from New Jersey. Yo, what's up, man? What's up? So, um, this is the Sixer. I can't, I can't hear you, man. You got to speak up. You got to speak up a little bit. Yeah, hello. Yeah, you got to speak up a little bit, bro. All right, so I think that the Sixers should, like, I feel like Embiid, like, if the Sixers, if Embiid's out for the regular season and, like, they get the eighth seed, they're going to have to face the Celtics in the first round and Joel's coming back. And I don't know if that's a good idea. And, like, Joel was that... I mean, the Sixers without Embiid right now is kind of, they're really terrible. So, it's kind of, I think they should go for Lari, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I just don't think it's realistic that he gets moved, unfortunately. I don't think there's a lot of star options out there, which also makes this a lot tougher right now, too. So, it's frustrating, man. Yeah. 
the cap space, like Daryl Moore, what Daryl Moore is going for is kind of like I don't know if he wants to go get Levine. Like he might have to get like someone like not not like a superstar level. Yeah, now he's gonna have to figure it out, man. He's gonna have to figure it out. But uh, appreciate the call, man. Somebody said somebody just sent this to me on uh, on Twitter. Hold up. Somebody said Woj tweeted that he has an injured lateral meniscus and that Shams deleted his tweet. Hold up. Let's see. Let's see, man. So it looks like Shams uh, deleted his tweet, which is very weird. So maybe it's not torn. Maybe hope is a little bit saved. Hold up now, guys. Hold up now. Shams has deleted his tweet. What does that mean? What does that mean? Woj and Chris Haynes reported that it's an injured meniscus. Shams said it was torn. Maybe hope is saved, guys. Maybe hope is saved. Did Shams jump the gun? Did Shams jump the gun? Hold up now. Hold up now. This this could be the only beam of light, man. This could be the only beam of light. If Shams try to jump the gun and it's not torn, because that's a completely different injury. That's a completely different injury. That's kind of interesting, man. That's interesting. I'm a little more optimistic. A little bit. Until we find out what the actual injury is. got an article from uh, Keith Pompey. Probably can't read it, though. Or can we? Let's see. Did he say anything in this article? He has said he said nothing in this article. All right. We're not looking at that. We're not looking at that. Lego says, if he reported it was torn, that's because that's what someone told him. Now, whether or not the info was correct is the question. So now we're trying to play detective. Now we're trying to play detective. I just want Joel Embiid to be all right, man. That's it. That's it, man. Here is a, uh, here's an article that I had. Actually, we got a couple more callers. We'll go to some uh, some quick calls. And then I, wa- I want to just read this article from 21 when he had a torn meniscus in the playoffs. Let's go to the uh, 8-5-6 again. Yo, what's good, man? What's your name? Where are you calling in from? 
Yo, RB, what is do? It's Faust, bro. What's up, man? What's good, man? Yo, man, this is just crazy, bro. Like, yo, does MB got good strength trainers, bro? Because it's like this guy gets injured so much. We need, we need. He needs to make sure his knees are strong, bro. Like, you look when Giannis goes up, yams it, jumps down, fine. Like all these other big guys, I know some of them get hurt, but man, this shit with MB happens every year, bro. It's just like frustrating, man. At some point, you have to wonder, is it even strength in his knees, or is he just unlucky, man? He might be the most unlucky player I've ever seen. From getting hit in the face by Markel Fultz, he gets hit in the face by Siakam. I mean, we could just go on and on, but some of these injuries are just, you couldn't even predict them. That's how unlucky they are. Dude, you're absolutely right, man. It's just wild, bro. Like The injury when he got hurt in that Warriors game didn't look that bad. But when he tried to jump up to the ball and just collapse to the floor, man, that was like, he, you know, they should put him right there, man. Why would Nick Nurse should have pulled him out the game, bro, or he should have took himself out. First off, he, he should have never played the game. And then, even if he does play the game, why is he even in after the first quarter? We all sat there live, watched it, said, get this guy out. He did not look right whatsoever. And then you put him back in with seven minutes to go. And then, obviously, when you play yeah. around like that, you know, the, the guy yeah, bro. I mean, he got hurt. He got hurt. We were down by 14. Like, come on, man. Like, there was no chance. And you could tell the chemistry with the players on the court. It wasn't there, bro. Like, the whole game, you know? Yeah, it's just here. crazy, man. He has to be the most unlucky guy. It's wild, bro. It's unfortunate, man. It's crazy. I just, I hope, I hope that Shams article is false. I do hope it was, you know, they tried to freaking get the news out there so quick. Oh, it's torn. It's, they wanted the worst news possible. I hope it's it's a lot better than that. Because if it is torn, it's like, yo, get the surgery right now. Maybe you can come back. I don't know how quick that would take him. I just hope it's injured. He can rehab it and come back, hopefully, by the playoffs. Or if we can even make it there, we're going to need a player, though. We're going to need more to step up. Yeah, I, I think he's going to come back. But the question is, one, I mean, there's just so many questions that sprout off of this now. But, like, what do you do with the team in the next seven days? Like, this is the worst timing possible. Second off, what yeah. will he look like? What will his conditioning be like? Are we going to go through the same damn thing as we did prior? And is Daryl Morey willing to go against his cap space plan? Like, all these things just come together, and it's just it's frustrating, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, man, for sure, yo. RB, man, I appreciate it, yo, brother. Keep it up, all right? Appreciate it, man. Thank you for the call. Um, Yeah, so, you know. Shams deleted his tweet. Maybe it's not torn, which would be more optimistic. But I have a feeling it's going to be one of these things that probably linger for like a month or two. You know, maybe he can come back in four or five weeks and he comes back and he's fine. But my, you know, my problem with that is you don't want to re-injure it, right? You don't want to force something too quick and then he gets injured again before the playoffs. So it's just it's frustrating man it's frustrating my bad frustrating this is a bad bad time for this to happen though go to a couple more let's go uh let's go to eight five six again yo what's up what's your name where are you calling in from yo uh my name's john i'm calling in from uh Medion right now john what's going on man yo so i just want to uh you know calm people down a little bit i know it's just scary, you know, and beats injured. It happens every year, and this is probably a big one. But I don't think people quite understand that we could be the 10 seed and playing the two playing games. As long as Embiid is healthy in the playoffs, we can beat any team. It does not matter if it's Boston, Milwaukee, New York. 
His health matters. I'd rather have him, and this sounds crazy, sit out the next six to eight weeks. Sure, we might drop to eight, nine, or ten in the standings, but we get back the most healthy version of Embiid that we've seen in the playoffs literally ever since he came into the league and our first year in the playoffs in 2017. This happened in 2020. Yes, remember uh, against Washington in Game 4 in 2021? Um, he had a small lateral, or lateral meniscus tear, and he came back for Game 1. Now, I'm not saying he has to rush back because that would be the really dumb thing to do, but it wouldn't be the worst thing if he took maybe six to eight weeks rehab. He doesn't necessarily need surgery for this type of injury. So he probably, because he probably does not want to get his knee cut open. I wouldn't blame him. Come back for three to four games in late April, ramp up for the playoffs, and, you know, if it's Boston, if it's Milwaukee, you know, it doesn't matter. He's going to be healthy, and we're going to have probably, I mean, I would assume Daryl Morey has to make some sort of trade to bring back some role players, maybe get off that Morris contract, that 17 mil right there, bring in someone like Malcolm Brogdon, Bring it like just we just need solid role players to surround and beat in Maxi. No one crazy, but you know who knows. That's all I got to say. Though I appreciate the time. All right, thank you, man. So here's the problem with that call. Appreciate the take, but here's the issue with that. He's had injuries before in the regular season. Sure, he comes back, but again, how can you assure that he is going to be healthy in the playoffs? You can't if he's already getting injured like this not even halfway through the season. Sure, you may get him back on fresh legs, but you know he's got to get his conditioning under him. If the Sixers make any trades, right, they have to like essentially switch the entire way they're playing again. And of course, it's Joel Embiid, so we know that the offense will be catered around him. I just think there's more wrinkles that go into it than people are saying. Like, yeah, it's great. They can come back and be the eight seed and win the play-in and play Celtics or Milwaukee. If everybody's healthy, this team has a shot against anybody. Anybody. But you have to hope that, one, it's not a major tear that requires some type of surgery. Two, you have to hope that he doesn't get re-injured playing when he comes back or if he tries to come back a little too quick. And then again, you have to hope that the Sixers can even stay afloat. So they have a lot of uh, issues right now. They have a lot of issues right now. I like the optimism, but I just don't feel the same way right now. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated, man. I want to go to um I want to go to to the article that I was talking about in uh in 21. Actually, you know what? Let me get this one other caller in here. I think this is my guy, man. Let's go to the uh the 916. 916, what's up, man? What up, what up, RB? It's your boy T-Miles, man. Your day one was good. T-Miles, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Hey, man. I'm good, man. I'm cool, bro. Man, um, I'm going to say this about Embiid, man. Let me say this. I know you're down about the edges, but we can probably still squeeze some juice out of these oranges, man. All right, tell me how, He walked man. off the court, right? Keep me afloat, man. Keep me alive. Let's I'm go. A- I'm a, let, me, let, me, let me say this, man. Because like I told y'all yesterday, you know, last night, playing, you know, some D1 ball, man, I dealt with a lot of injuries. And plus in the military, too, man, I dealt with a lot of stuff. Torn meniscus myself. Torn, you know, MCL, all kind of stuff like that. He walked off the court, right? 
it would have been bad news if he would have got carried off in the stretch. So if he got up and walked off, that's cool. That's good. Number two, if they didn't give us a timeline on when he came or when he's coming back or whatever the case may be, that might be good too. If they would have came right out and said, look, he out for the season, that's it. You know how it is, breaking news, Joel Embiid out for the season. We'd have been like, oh, hell no. But it might not be It might not be too bad. You know what I'm saying? So we got to look at it like that too. He walked off the court and they haven't given us a timeline just yet. So it might be still good, man. I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. I still, I, I don't think he's going to miss the rest of the year or anything. I'm just worried about how he'll play the rest of the season, especially, you know, if it's like a partial tear, hopefully it'll have sufficient time to, re, you know, repair and, and let him return and stuff. But it's just frustrating, man, to kind of like break the momentum of a season like that. Yeah, I mean, it depends on, depend on what kind of treatment plan they got for him because, you know, a lot of different teams, they got medical staff that specialize in certain stuff. Remember when Markel folks got hurt? You know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, man, he ain't going to really be that good anyway. We, can, we It's good they traded him, man. Let him go and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's Orlando my, Magic, that's and they my point. also happen to specialize in exactly what he's injured in. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's playing again. He's cool. The Magic, though. The Magic medical staff got him right, not the Sixers. What does the Sixers medical right, staff right. do? They throw him out there in the right. fire and get him injured more. Right. No, you're right. You're right about that. You're right about that. But it, it depends on what kind of, you know, it depends on the medical staff and what they can do for him. If you can get him back, you know, with a nice treatment plan, you know, get him playing a little bit of five on five before he come back during the season. Like you said, and I agree with you. Every three games, sit his ass out. I don't care what he say. I don't care about him getting mad and all that bullshit. Sit his ass out every three games or something like that. See how he look. That's the only way to preserve him because you you got a, a guy like that. You got to save him from himself because he just like you know he he just like any other competitor. He want to go out there and play. Plus he hearing all this stuff that everybody's saying about him. Oh man, he don't want to play. He's ducking this person, ducking that person. All right, I'm gonna show you who I'm ducking. I don't really think he probably took it negative. He probably looking at it like, you know, because you, you know we us Philly fans, man, like we know it be, bro. He ain't gonna really be down about it. He just gonna look at it like, oh, I'm ducking. Oh, all right, watch this. I'm gonna come show you. Because every time somebody say, all right, the Nuggets coming in the time is Joker against Embiid, man. The Joker finna kill Embiid. He'll troll some fans or something like that, and he'll end up, you know, doing his thing. But that wasn't a good idea to go out there, you know, against the Warriors and try to prove it. That was the wrong time to do it. But at the same time, it show you what kind of heart he got. Dude got heart, man. I agree with you, T. Miles. You can't deny that. He got heart. You can't, you can't deny that. I agree. I'm right there with you, man. And I hope he can come back. But you got to, but you got to say a, a guy like that. You got to save him from himself. Yep. They probably gonna hold on. You know, they probably gonna, you know, take it real light. And, you know, try to push him out to the, you know, end of the season and try to bring him back, you know, bring yep. him back closer to the playoffs, which what they should do. Yep. But as far as the rest of the team, can they stay in the standards? We don't know. Yep. That's what I was saying last night. They look real suspect, bro. We don't know what they're going to do. Yep. T-Miles, appreciate the call as always, man. Shout out to you. Great call. Hope he's right. Hope they can figure this out. I'm reading the article here that I was going to pull up. That was from last year about his LCL, the meniscus one. Like I said, you know, it, it literally just says like it depends on the pain tolerance, but he'll have time to let this one heal. So it won't be the same. It's not like he has to play two weeks from now in a series, but you know, he's going to miss significant time. Hopefully Shams jumped the gun and uh, hopefully it's just injured and not torn. That would be a, a whole lot better. But as Jeff says right here, man, uh, this is Embiid's second tear in his left lateral meniscus. He missed the final 37 games 
of the 2016 season and ultimately underwent a partial meniscusectomy. The location of this latest injury remains the key to possible treatment options. So, you know, I mean, wow. So essentially, part of it's already removed, guys. Essentially, it's a, I mean, part of it's now already not there. Got to keep his long-term health. And keep in mind, you know, as great as he is, as magnificent as he is, like, you know, th- this is a human being as well. This is a human being as well. Anyway, man, that's how that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So, um, yeah, I I agree with Jeff here. I agree with the callers. Like, it really, we need more information. We need more information before we really make a full judgment. But Joel Embiid has injured his meniscus. He will be out for some time, and the trade deadline is next week. So, hopefully, the Sixers can find a way to stay afloat, and we'll just have to figure it out, man. We'll have to figure it out. So that's all I got right now, man. That's all I got right now. If you guys want to tap in with me, I'll actually be on a bleacher report in a little while and I'll be talking more about this injury and then we'll be live at 10 for the game tonight. So hope to see you guys come back at 10 PM and, um, got to hope for the best, man. Got to hope for the best. That's all I got, man. Joel Embiid. Injured, unfortunately, hope and pray for the best. You hope the guy's doing well mentally. You know, this can kind of take a toll on him as a person. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Catch you guys in a little while, man. Enjoy the rest of your night.